In the presence of a gracious God, we gather as God's beloved children. We are invited to come to God with the fullness of our lives, to admit our love and our hate, to disclose our faith and our fear, to stand in the presence of God's forgiveness. Together, we worship in prayer and praise. Amen. Holy One of Israel, Holy One with us, save us from self-righteousness. You have made us different so we could make a difference in your world. Read us from the temptation to ridicule and declare and mold us to be humble servants, saved by your grace, known by your love. Amen. Our reading today is First Peter chapter four, verse eight. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Here ends our reading. Thanks be to God. As Andrew rightly pointed out, he thinks that's the shortest verse we've ever had read in chapel. God's grace and God's peace be with you all. Thank you. In 1964, Northern California, when I was much younger, for a time, Waterford Drive in Cupertino, California, was a haven for families with lots of kids. Next door to us lived Jim and Seal Farrell with their two children, Chuck and Anita. Chuck was wickedly smart, but who found school to be boring rather than challenging. Most likely he was a straight-A student who spent hardly any time contributing much effort to his homework. At one point, Seal, Mama Seal, as she was known by her children, approached me with a special request. Scott, you know Chuck admires you greatly. Would you teach him how to ride his bicycle? Certainly. And I did. And from that moment on, I had a shadow. In his sixth grade year of elementary school, Chuck, for reasons unknown to anyone in the neighborhood, tried out for the school play. Mind you, all of us knew that the primary parts in the school play would go to the preferred children. That would be the good students, the ones who never stepped foot in the principal's office. Unlike Chuck, who had a preferred seat in the principal's office and was on a first-name basis with the vice principal in charge of discipline. To the amazement of everyone, he won the lead role for this small school play. It was a big deal. It was a really big deal. 
Seal, his mother, made certain I knew when the play was happening, its date, and its time, and that she would save me a place next to her. On my part, I promised I would attend. After the play was over and the neighborhood settled down a bit, Seal called me over. How do you like the play? I made up three different excuses why I was not able to attend. Three very limp excuses. Important fact, Seal was from the Deep South. Drawl included. She knew how to say, honey. There were basically two uses of the term honey. Honey, which was gentle and affectionate. And then there was honey preceded by the letter O. When O honey fell out of her mouth, you knew a dose of reality would come your way and that would lay you flat. As I offered my limp excuses to her, she held up her hand and said, Oh, honey, I'm going to stop you right there. Truth is, you didn't go to Chuck's play. And to be certain, he'll be disappointed, but he'll get over it. On my hand, I'll remain disappointed as I have a fierce memory. She concluded with this. I promise, I promise you this, I will not say a word to Chuck about your lie. That's on you. And the way I'll get past my disappointment is this. And with that, she reached out grabbed me, hugged me close. I felt her disappointment. I knew her love. In a modest rendering of the short verse read by my friend Andrew Crago from 1 Peter, it translates as a love covering, a blanket of love over sin. To cover sin in this way is indeed a commitment to love. And then to increase its impact, the meaning of this verse includes the following notion. That the sin covered with love is covered in such a way that it does not fall prey to the poison of gossip and further broken relationships. Seal kept her promise to never mention my lie to Chuck. A love covering of my sin. I believe that God daily provides us with a love covering of our sin 
so that in the face of sin, which could potentially break apart our relationships, it is covered by God's love. Let ours be a love covering as well. Amen. Now we're going to listen to a song. The words are printed in your bulletin. I think it's just fun. Divine Presence, teach me to be generous and to love and to serve you as you have taught. To give and not to count the cost. To toil and not to seek for rest. To labor and to look for no reward. Reward us with your love and grace. <laughs> 